But first, our top story deals with four former employees that were fired shortly after deciding to unionize a small terminal and of the company. Our editor director, Rachel Premack, is here to join us and fill us in. Rachel, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me on. So, Rachel, let's start off with the news here from Warner. This was about a month ago that we heard come down from the terminal in Pennsylvania. Super small shop deciding to unionize. And now we've seen some actual potential retaliation from the company. What's going on? Yeah, so it was last month, as you mentioned, where uh, several uh, ECM transport employees in New Jersey decided to unionize their terminals under the, um, the food workers union that um, you know went through in late August. They actually that union ended up filing a charge against Warner and ECM concerning uh, some potential retaliation against those uh, that those terminals that unionized. And now we saw last week uh, a terminal in Erie, Pennsylvania, also of ECM Transport, with about thirteen truck drivers decided to uh, file a petition to unionize with Teamsters. Now, uh, Teamster, the Teamsters Union said so shortly after they decided to file that petition with, with uh, the National Labor Relations Board to unionize that four of those uh, drivers that were particularly involved in the union effort were shortly after terminated. Um, so that is the current news that we have now. And it's important to note that for those who aren't familiar with ECM Transport, not quite a household name in trucking, of course, but they are a subsidiary of the much larger trucking company, Werner. Um, they acquired about an 80% stake in ECM back in 2021. And Rachel, do we have any history on these drivers, if they were with the company for a long time or if they were new additions, maybe they've been a part of unions and want to bring some of that to Warner? Yeah, from my understanding, these employees had all been at ECM Transport um, for, or at least, uh, several, several of these employees have been at ECM transport for several years, even predating the Warner acquisition. It seems like their interest in joining Teamsters was just around securing, you know, better work rules and hopefully increased pay, uh, for them and their, and their coworkers. So Rachel, after we heard this first news, there was some kind of rumor circulating that a lot of these drivers were feeling some retaliation from Warner. Some folks were told to not come into work. Some folks were told just to stay home completely or they were seeing their hours slashed. Obviously, this is now kind of a difficult case that'll probably go into litigation, right? And we're talking about this. When do we think that we see the actual real story come out, if we see it come out? Yeah, so it's a bit complex because we do have two different uh, charges in two different regions of the National Labor Relations uh, Board. We've got one in the New Jersey region. We've got one in region, I believe region four, which uh, comprises Pittsburgh and the Western PA area that also comprises this most recent charge. So uh, the timeline right now isn't quite clear on when such a trial or case would come down, but essentially what would happen is that if their regional NLRB office uh, decides to file a complaint with the federal uh, NLRB then a federal judge will preside over a trial that would you know, occur in that home region. And in those cases, if those terminations or retaliations are deemed illegal, uh, ECM slash Warner would be forced to rehire those employees with full back pay 
or otherwise compensate those employees that may have seen um, illegal retaliation. And Rachel, in this case, would it almost be a lesser of two evils potentially for ECM with really trying to just get this out of the way altogether and face some of those legal repercussions instead of potentially letting this just grow into a full unionized uh, movement? Well, unfortunately, it is, it is illegal under federal labor law to fire employees that are unionizing. That's just straight up illegal. If you if you see workers that are talking about unions or are planning to form a union or who have already filed a petition with, uh, you know, a certain union to unionize to respond to that movement by firing them is is illegal under under current federal law. Um, so they, they really didn't have a choice. I mean, I mean, they can fire them and then hope that the NLRB doesn't uh, see this as illegal retaliation. Um, if it turns out that through the, the court system that this was not illegal retaliation, then, you know, I guess these were that was that was fair. But um, it, it, it as of right now, what Teamsters is arguing is that it was illegal retaliation. Um, unfortunately, neither Warner nor ECM Transport responded uh, to my story with any sort of comment around what happened here. So we're, we're really working off to see, you know, what exactly Warner or uh, ECM's responses or uh, defenses of these, of these terminations. And so, Rachel, you mentioned that we've got kind of two separate cases going on here. We've got workers both in Pennsylvania and in New Jersey. And did each worker or did each group of workers decide to go with a different union? And if so, what was the reason for that? Does that play into this at all? Yes, they did. And that's one part that definitely is is confusing to me. Um, John Kingston, uh, our our other uh, reporter on this story, was covering the New Jersey uh, the New Jersey case. It seemed like perhaps their reasoning to worth going with the United Food Commercial Workers Union was, you know, they were hauling mainly food and, you know, other sort of reefer goods. Uh, it seems like the folks in Erie decided to go with Teamsters because, you know, Teamsters is kind of that general, that, that, that you know, known trucking union. Um, it, it, it doesn't seem to strengthen their case that they decided to go with separate unions. You know, one could reasonably see that, you know, more uh, ECM workers in uh, in Western PA might, you know, continue to work with Teamsters while a different uh, chunk of ECM workers in New Jersey or New York or, um, you know, that, that chunk of the country could, you know, continue to grow with the United uh, Commercial Food Workers Union. Um, I'm not quite sure if that's the best strategy from the, from the uh, standpoint of the employees. Um, but that's, that's kind of the, the two sides of the coin we've got going on right now. And Rachel, with these lawsuits moving forward, are there, will there be any backing from the unions to support these drivers and the case overall? Yeah. So, uh, because all of them have already filed petitions with those unions, the union itself was actually the one that filed the complaint to the National Labor Relations Board saying, Hey, we, um, you know, we think there's a problem here. So it does appear that, uh, you know, their legal counsel, for example, are all, you know, legal counsel that's retained by those specific unions. Um, and that, yeah, that is, that's currently uh, the situation. It seems that the union will be backing them 
and representing them in all of these sorts of legal complaints. It's going to be interesting to see how this case shakes out. Rachel, thank you for bringing it to us this morning and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much.